Hello, welcome to Spotlight, illuminating art on the island. Spotlight, brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council. This evening, the bulk of the programme is out west as we chat to the final year art students on the UCM Visual Arts course as they prepare for their ubiquitous art exhibition. All will be explained. The first poem in what will be a regular series from the Manx Youth Bard, in this instance, Eva Petrova. And it's time for brass, but without Ian Cottier in this instance. As always, do get in touch with any creative artistic endeavours you may be involved in, planning, hoping to create, or would really like to put in the spotlight. Be they poetic, visual, theatrical, musical, film, literary, drag, you name it. Just email me at spotlight at manxradio.com or if you prefer, direct Howard Kane with an E at manxradio.com. Out west to begin, to a hidden jewel in Peel, where in coming days you'll find what promises to be an amazing exhibition from the final year visual arts students on the BA ONS Visual Communication course. I dropped in as final preparations were underway to find out more and hear, of course, from some of the next generation of creatives. Here we are down, you can probably gather, it is a busy space. We are down at the ArtReach Studios in Peel. It is busy today because it's the setup for the ubiquitous art exhibition. I don't mean the ubiquitous art exhibition. Well, tell you what, I'll get someone to explain exactly what I mean. Uh, can you introduce yourself? Uh, I'm Dewan Moore. I teach on our visual communications degree at UCM. Okay, so what's going on here now? It is a lot of work underway ahead of the exhibition. What's happening? So our third years have to do an exhibition, uh, and it's kind of good for us because it's kind of the culmination of three years' worth of work, and we leave it to them to organise it. We, we help them, obviously, but, uh, but yeah, it's all them. They, they decide what they're doing. They decide how the show's going to be. They promote the show, so it's, it's really good. Yeah. And they have to set up the exhibition as well? Yes. Uh, we do enlist like first years and second years to help them a little bit, but, uh, but mostly it's all them, and they've all worked really well so far, so I'm quite, quite pleased with that. And I think people don't realise, you're looking around today, most people, if you come into an exhibition normally, it's always gloriously, everything's beautifully lit, all set out. You don't realise coming in now just how much work goes into these things. Absolutely. So yesterday was painting plinths, cleaning up, placing work, pinning work, planning where it all goes, fixing problems... And that's kind of the fun part of just getting it on the wall, really. It's really good. And all sorts of different artwork. It's all visual art, presumably. Yeah, well, the great thing about our degree is everybody does something different. So we've got uh, somebody doing visual merchandising. That's you, isn't it? Uh, photographers, graphic designers, people who've made books, filmmakers. Zainab's made an app to make ordering food at UCM a bit better. All sorts of stuff. It's all good. And where do these students normally want to head on? Do they want to actually work directly in art or go into sort of marketing and such like? Uh, all sorts of places. Last year, our graduating students did really well. Pretty much all of them went to work in the creative industries. Uh, I think we had one that went off freelancing. The rest all got jobs in animation, marketing, uh, photography, all sorts of stuff. So, yeah, everybody's done really well from last year. So I'm hoping this lot will do just as well. And do you get a wide sort of range of students coming in to study art? Yes, uh, all sorts of different backgrounds, all sorts of different uh, ideas and mediums. And, and that's what's good about the degree, really, is we can take that and from kind of year one, 
push it forward so they're all working on what they want to work on most of the time. <laughs> most of the time. Well, we've got some of them here looking slightly worried, but they said none of them are going to swear. Uh, now, uh, I managed to nabble you just as we came in, so you've, you've got the top spot just in by the door. Yeah, right by the door. No pressure. <laughs> and this is, I think we mentioned just talking to you in there, the merchandise, so sort of recycling. Yeah, upcycling. So I've been using some old secondhand clothes and turning them into reusable bags, and I'm going to display it in like a visual merchandising sort of way, like a shop. Front. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it all plans out. <laughs> Fantastic. And we didn't catch your name, sorry. Oh, oh, it's Erin, sorry. <laughs> I'm terrible for introducing Oh, you. I'm terrible as well, I must admit. <laughs> is this something you're passionate about, the whole upcycling concept? Yeah, I've done a few projects about, like, sustainable fashion and um, the effects of, like, the fast fashion industry and things like that. So, yeah, I thought no way better to actually do something and make something to support that. Uh, hello, your name? Hello, I'm Lexi. Okay, and what's your work? Um, I'm doing it about plastic pollution. Um, oh, that's again very on theme. Yeah, um, so I'm showing stuff like about the volunteer work and then um, bring awareness and then a bit to do your own bit to help the cause because I think it's something that needs to be, be um, shown recently mm -hmm. um, considering the pandemic and stuff, so yeah. And I suppose work things like Beach Buddies play into as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, I've got some of their volunteers in my work um, to show like people that are just ordinary people coming to do their own bit to help the environment. So, uh, My name is Zainab. The app? Yeah, so I am designing, well, I have designed the uh, concept and the whole UI of the UCM Click and Collect app because I think uh, uh, students are struggling, so... Someone have to do that. So yeah, I've worked that. So I have created an app where you can order online and I have created a whole concept of the food locker. So how you're gonna order and how your order's gonna go above and then a whole concept of the physical 3D model I have done so people can actually visualize how it will look. So yeah. This sounds ingenious and also sounds a bit to me as a complete tech phobe as it were it sounds yeah. like a marriage between art and science almost uh it is because i think i have worked uh, for this concept from scratch to the ending so you can see the physical thing you can see the digital thing and you can obviously see the final outcome how it will look and you know obviously as, as an app so it's like everything together from the beginning till the end so it's like a whole 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 process of and the journey of the ux and ui so it's is this the sort of area you'd like to get into professionally? Definitely, yeah. I think this is uh, the best area I have uh, discovered within five years, and I think I, I, I would love to just learn more about that. And yeah, very best of luck. It sounds far too clever for my brain, I must admit. But <laughs> well so done. Much. Anyone else like a word? Hello, I'm Sabrina. Sabrina, yeah. and what's your sort of what's your work on the exhibition or in the exhibition? So I'm interested in illustration and product design. So for this project, I've created um, shoes for women aged 18 to 23. And basically, I've used the Frankenstein method. So I've joined multiple shoes together to Yay. create my design. So basically, the shoes can be turned into normal wear and slippers for lazy times. And yeah. That's very clever. Where did you get this concept from? Just, it came up in my head. So <laughs> yeah, for all those times I go home and I just can't be bothered taking my shoes off. Or, yeah, me too. Yeah, so <laughs> you can just slide them on or you don't even have to tie them as well. So I use um, snap buttons instead of tying them into yeah, bows yeah. and 
you just snap them on, yeah. And are you wanting to go to work in sort of design? Yeah, design, like illustration or product design, that's my thing. Hi, I'm Alice. Um, my project is in uh, women in farming. I created a photo book. Um, I interviewed uh -huh. some... Just the work behind us yes, here? Yes, it's just behind us. Um, I interviewed multiple women that are involved in farming on the Isle of Man um, to just bring light to the people that are actually involved in the industry and learn more about the uh, lifestyle. And we can see a bit of this work. There's just the work is literally going on the wall as we're speaking around us here. And uh, some of your work here right behind us. Some sheep, uh, looks like a cattle or at least a beef farmer here and possibly dairy just up the way there. Do you come from a farming background, no? I don't. I actually moved to the island five years ago from a city. So I know nothing about farming, really. And kind Was of, that part of the fascination for you? I think so. I think that it's everywhere on the Isle of Man and people really underestimate it and don't realise how much goes into it and how much of a livelihood it actually is. It is. Not some, it's something, having studied it and taken these great pictures there, was it something you thought, I could do that? Or do you think, not on a month of Sundays? It definitely um, made me appreciate the people that actually do it a lot more. Hello. Hello, <laughs> Hello I'm Hannah. Um, and my project is an illustration project. So I've written and illustrated a book aimed at creatives. Um, it's a bit like a self-help book. Um, to sort of get you to follow your dreams. Wow, well, well <laughs> yeah. it doesn't, doesn't sound anything wrong with that. And this illustration, your sort of forte, is that the area you're really um, interested in? I think, yeah, I think so. I've, I've always liked illustration um, throughout school and everything, but, yeah, sort of more digital illustration I've gone into now um, since being on the degree. But, yeah, some, that's something which I do really enjoy. And so your work in the actual exhibition, will that be sort of digital? Is that going to be sort of on the wall or how will that be um, exhibited? Yes, yeah, so I've got some of my illustrations on the wall, but I've also printed the book, um, which that will be available. I have an order form if people want to buy it. But yeah, that's, so the book will be there to look through as well in the exhibition. Terrific, best of luck. And the one guy, the one guy in the team. Yeah. Is there another guy around or are we all, just the two of us? Down. No, they're gone. <laughs> just me. So what's your name? Uh, Lewis Withington. Okay, and what's your work? Uh, I am the filmmaker, so I created ah. a, Yeah, the, the only one. Uh, I created a 15-ish minute uh, film about themes of isolation, loss, Rather depressing, to be honest, but it's... it's yeah, but again, very very on theme again. It's something which yeah. is never far from the news. Yeah, especially on the Isle of Man as well. It is quite an isolated place, so I think it works really nicely for people who come and visit. Yeah. Absolutely, and how is this going to be exhibited? I know there's a screen there, or how is it actually going no, to be shown? It's, it's upstairs on a, on a TV. Um, there's a few seats, that, as, met, as many as I could fit in, really. Um, and yeah, I just hope people enjoy it, really. Okay, so will you sort of sit and watch through the installation? Yeah. Is that the idea? Yeah, um, it'll be on a loop. It's difficult rather, rather to... Um, have like separate time slots so I'm just having it run and if people drop in yeah they can just sit down and watch yeah and aiming to go on and work in sort of tv and film I think so yeah it's only really this year and last that I've got into video and things like that but I did some advertisements for Ferro Rocher and uh, Bailey's as well as um, a documentary which is on YouTube uh, and the filming and narration and music creation is something that I'm really interested in so so the whole, yes, the whole arena, as it were. Yes, every element is, is me. Yeah. Excellent. Best of luck. Thank we'll uh, go and take a look at it. We'll just come back to Dewan briefly. Have I done, everyone? Everyone wants to be done? I think so, yeah. There's no, no, one, no one waving at me desperately. So uh, a lot of work going on today then, Dewan. So remind us where it is, when it is, when people can come along. So it's at the Isle Gallery in Peel. It opens on Sunday at 2 o'clock, uh, and everyone's welcome. You know, and it's on for a week after that.
for a week. And uh, is there a charge or people come in? No, people can come in, just come have a look, support the students, give them words of encouragement. If there's any employers out there, give them a job. You know, that's always good. <laughs> it's brilliant. Well, I think there's going to be plenty lining up by the looks of it because the amount of work, and it's Kiri Kermode right behind me when I look on the wall there is, <laughs> as well with a lamb, but uh, the quality of the work looks absolutely uh, first class, really professional, and the range of stuff is incredible mm. as well. It's, it's really strong work. Really, really proud of all the students. They've all done a really good job. We've just popped outside for a breath of fresh air, and we have one more student here as well. Your name? My name is Kiri. Okay, and what's your work? Um, so I've based my work off a future career that I want to start, like a business, and it's to help um, bridge the gap between ages. So I'm a youth worker and I work with primary school and high school. And through my time that I've worked there, I've worked there for about 10 years, I've volunteered and then I've now got in charge roles. So basically I realised that there's not a lot of activities and opportunities and basically chances for adults to go and be free to do what they want like mindfulness and mm -hmm. be in a group so a bit like a youth club but for adults and I feel like it's in need because a lot of adults suffer with mental health I am one of those people and I just feel like I need to do something to help the community the older generation to let them feel like they can be a part of a group and not be lonely or you know and basically it's not like a therapy it's basically just to have fun in like a nice non-judgmental group. And, and of we, course the, the older generation, as you say, quite often can be ignored within the community, yeah. can't they? and there's not really a lot of opportunities. And once they've done high school and college and all that and they've left and they don't really know what to do, they get a bit lost. So I'm thinking I could uh, create a business called Chances, which helps adults with their mental health and well-being. And so within the actual exhibition, will this be are you putting out a sort of a setting out what your project is? Uh, so I've done a series of zines, which is, you know what a zine is? Uh, so a zine was made like um, in the era where like punk rock and people would plan underground organisations, but I've only taken the fact that it was, it's handmade and it can be produced like easily by a photocopier. So basically I'm doing it so it's cheaper and if people wanted to get like a monthly zine from me with wellbeing tips or activities or like meetups, I could quickly produce them like the like an old fashioned zine. So I've done a series of zines and I've handmade them, like I've hand stitched them and put in illustrations. So I'm, I'm a multimedia student really. So I've done a bit of photography, a bit of illustration, a bit of sewing, <laughs> a bit of painting, a bit of everything really. And um, yeah, I've made some illustrations. So that's a brilliant idea. And are you hoping then that if people come along and see this, get hold of the idea, run with it and think this is great, you can then possibly turn this into, into a business? Yeah, so I'm going to do a trial run and I've asked a few adults that I've spoke to about their own mental health because they've actually reached out to me. So that's where I got my idea from and I'm going to do a test run soon. Top work, very best to look with it. I think it's an excellent idea and deserves to do well. And uh, yeah, let's hope people take notice. Thank you. <laughs> it really does look like a brilliant exhibition and deserves excellent support. The wealth of talent on display, really impressive. I've got no doubt many of the students will really be going places, whether here on the island or further afield. Spotlight, brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council. Now, the first poem in our regular series, highlighting the work of the Manx Bards. Uh, we've already heard from Owen. This week it's Manx youth bard, Eva Petrova. I'll let her introduce her own work. 
I wrote this poem fairly recently, so it's quite new, but I feel it would be the best choice to start with, as it is all to do with first impressions. I've decided to change up the rhyme scheme from my usual, this time going with alternating lines, so A, B, A, B. Within the poem, I use the creative forms of art and music to question the audience how they would go about creating a piece of art purely based on first meeting. And it's interesting because all the questions link back to everyday life. The ifs and woulds. If this happened, what would I do? If I did this, what would happen? And just the tendency of humans to overthink things and care about others' opinions of them. This poem is called First Impressions. If you were to draw me on a blank new canvas, would I flow like the sea with depth of the world's atlas? Would I be a quick, rough drawing, a dishevelled, scratchy sketch, or a highly detailed painting encompassing the mind's stretch? Would you draw with an intensity in shorter, sharper stabs, or address the scenery daintily in longer, smoother strokes? Would you use bright, vibrant hues, a pale, clear sky full of smiles, or blacks, greys and blues, dark clouds scattering for miles? Would you capture the curves, all the jagged imperfections, hazy minds, racing nerves, striving to follow right directions? Would I have to model for days before you truly take notes, or is it enough at first gaze to commit me to memory's quote? Would you frame it on your wall, a picture gilded in precious gold, with the achievements in your hall, certificates and trophies to uphold? If I was a work of art, not skin, would you be drawn in? If you were to write me, as lyrics to a song, would they fit like lock and key with emotions deep and strong? Would you add a catchy tune with drums for heartbeats, pianos to make you swoon, guitar strings as pumping veins? Would you mute all the noise, leave me singing a cappella, only focused on my voice, nothing else outside the umbrella? Would you fit me into the perfect style, something rap, pop, rock or jazz, to tick off every single box in your file, compliments your clothing with snazz? Would you rush the tempo on as time flies when you're having fun, using earphones, hand over one, your music interests come undone? Would you range the dynamics? Forte, pianissimo, louds and softs, Play me on repeat like your classics, up in the elderly beams of your lofts. Would you vary the musical waves, peaks and troughs, rising, falling, feeling the social level it craves, the energy to listen to your calling? If I was a completed song, would you sing it all night long? Really mature sounding work from the current Manx Youth Bard. We'll hear more from Eva in coming weeks. Now, if you're at a loose end this bank holiday Sunday, be loose no more. I have the ideal artistic remedy. 
brass band music. This year's Laxey Brass Festival taking over the centre of Laxey once again with music for all and hopefully a visual spectacle in the sun and maybe even with a beer. Other tipples are available, not all alcoholic. Be aware of your weekly limits, etc, etc, etc. Martin Royal from Garth Commissioners it wasn't so much blowing his own trumpet as celebrating everyone else's. I think it really came about in a sense from we were looking at an event we could put on in Laxey that would would attract people and we kind of considered a few things and then the, we, we thought about brass bands and, and, you know, if we could get a few brass bands in it would be a great spectacle, you know, the sound and we, we kind of imagined how it would sound around the, the little squares and everywhere across the village. It, it was a no-brainer, really. It was kind of, for, for, from that initial thought, we, we just pursued it and put it on for the first year. And it immediately, as I say, we feel it was uh, very successful. So uh, we, we've we persevered and uh, we're now on the fifth year. So, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's been fantastically enjoyable for us as well as uh, hopefully the bands. Uh, basically, there's six bands and they come along and they play in three different locations initially and they rotate around them so it's it becomes a very dynamic event there's lots of movement around the village so it's not static at all and uh, i think that adds to it the fact that there, there is this movement it's great for audiences to see they uh, the, the the bands play around the three venues and then about four o'clock they gather in the village square and uh, all of them uh, so maybe 150 players and they have a great big master uh, must blast out, um, which is, is absolutely something to behold. And, uh, you know, it takes the roofs off the houses in Laxey. So it's something that, I, you know, we would really recommend you, you get down to see, particularly at that time. We, we have a venue at the Mines Tavern, which is very popular. Another popular venue is up at um, in the Glen Gardens. And we, we also introduced last year the Miner's Statue, which we felt was quite fitting because it's an, it, in terms of the location, it's, um, you can see it as you're coming into Laxey. It, it kind of, I feel it draws people in, but also um, it, it's quite fitting that it's, it's, it seems appropriate to be there. It's a nice round arena almost. So the, the bands play there and, and then get down to the, to the square at four o'clock. The pubs will be open. They certainly will, uh, as I say, the mines. But I mean, the other pubs as well are, are within striking distance and you can just wander in and wander out and you'll hear the sounds uh, wherever you are, basically, in Upper Laxey. As well as that, you know, one thing we pride ourselves on in Laxey are the wonderful cafes. And we, I think I think we have seven or eight cafes. And the ones in the immediate vicinity are obviously places that you can go have a bite to eat and uh, have a coffee, a bit of cake. Uh, but, you know, also what, what we do, we do push the fact that you can get down to the beach and the, the, there are other outlets there. There are the two cafes down there and fill your day in Laxey. It, after the event, you know, you could get something to eat, have a walk on the beach and so on. So it's, it, it is a great day. And we should mention as well the Jazz Aces are playing? The Jazz Aces, yes, they do a very, very important job for us. They hold the stage, the Village Square stage, from about one o'clock till about half past three uh, but that's in addition to the six bands. So, but but basically, the whole of Laxey is is given over to to bands. So there'll be four bands playing at any one time. 
they, they can play a tune that um, basically has you dancing and the next tune has got the hairs on the back of your neck. So, you know, the music is very, very uh, inspiring and uh, very moving at times. But uh, it's also the, the visual spectacle. I said before, it's, it's a dynamic event. <clears throat> but the bands themselves, obviously, they're, they're very colourful. There's lots of them and they're a great spectacle. Pitch up at one o'clock and be prepared to stay there till five because it will pass, as it will seem to be seconds and it will be over uh, because it's so enjoyable. A mass blast out. What a way to finish a brass festival. Fingers crossed on the weather, I shan't say any more, I'll tempt fate. Don't forget, if you want to hear anything again, go to maxradio.com and download the Spotlight podcast, Listen at Your Leisure, also available via the usual Apple Google outlets. You'll find it one way or another. Drop me a line with any artistic thoughts or ideas. Stay creative. I'll see you next week. Cheerio.